We've heard all the platitudes when someone has been laid off or is unhappy with their work, including, there's something better out there for you. But maybe it's not better we should seek, but something different. In any case, what is better? And maybe it's something different, the unexpected that will surprise us. I discuss all this and more with my friend Rex Roy, founder of Regis Communications and the idea guy behind my career snapshot. For Lake Lady Studios, I'm John Irvine, and this is The Human Connection. So Rex, my friend, entrepreneur, the, the idea guy behind my career snapshots, owner and founder of Regis Communications, correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Coming up on uh, our anniversary, I intentionally uh, founded the company on April 1st, April Fool's Day, 1991. <laughs> well done. Well done. And it, and it stuck. Who knew? <laughs> That's awesome. Well, hey, listen. I, I wanted to, I wanted to talk to you. I wanted to bring this post. Not not that it has it is it has come to life on its own. I mean, um, what you shared, and I thought it was perfect for just this discussion that I want to have with people about just human connections and just being real and truthful with one another and, and having open conversations. And uh, I love what you said. I I've, I've got it up here. Um, you talked about um, you had a friend that was recently recently laid off. And you said there's, uh, you talked about all the platitudes that we hear, the empty platitudes. Um, you know, one door closes, another opens. Heard that before. And there's something, there's something better. That just means there's something better out there waiting for you. And not that those things aren't true, but you took a different approach with it by saying, I, 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 I wouldn't even, do, it's not that those things can't be true. Right. But they aren't necessarily true. Yeah. And I think that's that's the thing that just really gets me about those. And, you know, people say them out of, I think, kindness. Sure, their intentions are good. You know. Yeah, I do. Yeah. But, you know, one door opens, another closes. I, I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've lived through periods of life where it seems like every dang door has been slammed in my face. Yeah. And, you know... I, I went through a very long time of life where I didn't find something better, you know, and, and it, um, those things tend to put an awful lot of pressure on people, uh, you know, to find something better. And, yeah. and it, and I think it causes people a lot of, a lot of hurt and anxiety and maybe even yeah. depression, you know, for when they go looking and they don't find it. Right. And they look around and they think, well, gosh, everybody's telling me there's something else out there. What's wrong with me? Why, why can't I find right. it? I just think that's so unfair. Well, it would, it would seem to me though, it's, you know, it's subjective too. What is better? You know, like if you, if you're putting your hopes and dreams, is, is it a better paying job? Do you think you're going to go to a job where maybe they'll value you more or, um, or maybe it's, you know, trying to do something on your own, being an entrepreneur like yourself. Um, but I, I think it's, I think it's kind of subjective though, too, right? What's, what's better. My comment to you was, I think, I think people are afraid of different. Well, yeah, I think it can be. Um, but I also don't want to disallow the reality, which is that sometimes, and I don't want to offend anybody when I say this, but genuinely, sometimes life just really sucks. Yeah. Um, work life sucks. Um, and that can cause so much stress, you know, and it puts your sure. personal life into turmoil. I mean, the thing that I brought up in the LinkedIn post, um, 
is, you know, and if people, people go to Rex Roy and they, and they, and they look up my recent posts, they'll see it there. And I talked about getting laid off in 19, or excuse me, in 2004 from a great job. I was a senior vice president at an international ad agency. I was working on both the Pontiac and the Cadillac accounts. So, I mean, arguably two of the best accounts in the country. Yeah. And, you know, the group that I was leading, we did award-winning work. Uh, It was fantastic. And, you know, I was a, I was a group creative director and I, you know, I had 16 people working for me. We did, you know, 18 or $19 million worth of business a year. And one day I had the job and one day I didn't. And when I didn't have the job, Detroit was sliding into uh, what, you know, for our town was a long depression. Uh, I mean, we were, we were, we were sick and down and out way before the rest of the country went down. And I remember that. Well, (laughs) six, so seven. I mean, it was, it was terrible. It was a long slide and it caught me personally at a, at a terrible time, you know, my wife and I, uh, you know, because of my position, we had been doing really well. We owned two very big houses on the same street. We were restoring one uh, while we were, you know, trying to sell the other and one thing led to another. And I mean, it was, it was very close to financial disaster Mm -hmm. for us. Wow. And, you know, what we went down into and um, we literally lost, I'm not, this is not hyperbole, but we lost all of our savings. Our children ended up having a greater net worth than we did. And, you know, there were, there were no open doors. Nobody needed another executive creative director and a senior VP in the whole freaking city. What happened in the process of, you know, trying to figure out what I was going to do next and, you know, just working, um, I had an idea for a book. Uh, that idea uh, failed, but I was already under contract to write a book. And so I came up with a different book um, at the suggestion of the publisher and was able to execute it. And in the process of writing the book, Motor City Dream Garages, uh, I met a number of really interesting people and got involved in this you know, community of car collectors in Detroit. That in a really curious way has come back all these years later um, to end up uh, kind of making me the resident historian for a documentary that a local documentary producer, a guy named Keith Famey is producing it. And um, it was all because of that book done way back then. Which and, you wouldn't have done if you had not I been laid off and, no. and you wouldn't have met all these people and all no. these connections, these human connections that you made with new people that you never would have Never. You never would have planned that out, would you have? Never in a million years. <laughs> no. And you're looking at it and you're thinking, I mean, imagine you're looking back and going, you know, this, I'm actually very blessed. You know, I mean, the way things yeah. turned out, it was different, but it was it better? You know, I mean, it's all subjective. Maybe you can look back and go, no, maybe it was, maybe it's what I needed. You know, I don't know. It ended up, I, I, I can't make that call. You know, right. whether or not it was what I needed, I, I, I don't know. But what I can tell you is where I am now, I, I have genuinely never been happier with, with, with where I am as a person. Um, you know, this uh, later this summer, I'll be married 40 years. Both of my girls, um, you know, are, 
are adults now. They're both married. They're both happy. Uh, see them all the time. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I got I got laid off again <laughs> with with COVID, and here I am yeah. back working on my own again. You know, using a lot of the skills that I developed not only after the layoff in 2004, but uh, when I originally started my company um, by by choice back yeah. in back in 1991. I think that people might wonder, well, it's probably making a lot more money now. Like, no, I am. I I have never equaled the money that I made in 2004. This is just. It's a lot easier having less. Yeah. You know, um, being more, having more, uh, definitely doesn't make you happy. And right. I'm, you know, I'm proof of that over and over and over again. Well, I think you're, you know, what your story I think inspires other people too. You know, this is a this is a challenging time for a lot of people. It's 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 interesting to me because I know there's a lot of companies that are looking to hire people, but there's still a lot of people out of work, um, still having a hard time finding jobs and stuff like that. So just based on your experience, what like what what would you what would you tell people? Gosh, I tell people, you know, to be kind to themselves. Yeah. Uh, you know, truly be kind to yourselves. And, uh, and I, and I sure don't mean it to sound trite. Sure. Yeah. Ask yourself what's really important. Yes. You know, and, and this is something that you and I have talked about before, uh, you know, so we've got some history in the conversation, but yep. it's like, I truly think the pandemic has made people rethink what's important. Yep. Uh, and I think it's also enabled some people to realize how much less uh, they, you know, they truly need in, in terms of um, certainly material things uh, and also um, activities. You know, do you need to hit the hottest restaurants? You know, do you need to hit, you know, the store that just opened? Um, you know, do you, yeah. All the, all, all the types of things that we just naturally get caught up in because yeah. you know, it's part of culture and it's part of what we're working hard for. And all of us like nice things. I mean, I don't deny the fact that I like nice things, um, but it's just, you know, do you need it? And is right. that, is that where your happiness comes from? Right. Uh, and I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say something that's a little risky just in the sense that, you know, I know, you know, this, um, Others who know me know this, but, you know, I, I grew up in a family that had a lot of money. You know, we weren't, uh, you know, Henry Ford rich or uh, Elon Musk rich, but, you know, we were pretty well off, you know, uh, country club memberships and, you know, lots of vacations and a nice big house and uh, private school and all that kind of stuff. And, People think that they need that. Um, and I think a lot of people want that kind of stuff earnestly yeah. because, you know, they think that it will make their lives better. And, you know, people don't understand that it's, that's not what makes you happy. That's not what makes life better. No. Um, you know, as soon as, as soon as you get to a certain level where you can, you know, afford a roof over your head and, and, you know, you've got the food covered and, you know, today it's definitely a necessity to, you know, to have the healthcare, you get kind of those basic things covered. Right. And it's like everything else is just gravy. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, my, my, my parents had so much money and they were two of the most miserable people. And I feel sad saying it's that. not an uncommon thing. You don't hear that's not an uncommon story here that, you know, it does, you know, wealth doesn't buy you happiness. No, it sure doesn't. And, no. you know, that's, that's part of what I was trying to get at in that, in that LinkedIn yeah. post is that um, having more isn't better. Having a right. better paying job isn't necessarily better. Now it might be. I mean, I loved getting raises when I worked for somebody else. And, you know, I like it when as a, as you know, the owner of a company or two companies, I can, I can write myself a check. That's a little bit bigger than I thought I was going to. I mean, that's all great. I like that, but it's not what brings the joy. Right. And um, it's not, it's, it's, it's this kind of thing. Yes. It's the relationships. It's the relationships. And um, yeah, that's, that's the reason I wanted to start doing these little videos was because I I really started to think, and when I started five to 10, the D, which is roundabout how I met you and I met so many other wonderful people was because I had been working remote for so long and, and just feeling like my work was just becoming more and more transactional. Um, And I just felt this, this something missing in myself. So when I became unemployed, that inspired me just to go out and start this. I'm going to try to do a video podcast. Wasn't, wasn't, I wasn't doing it for money, but I just wanted to get out and talk to people outside of the industry that I had been in for so long. I just talked to people elsewhere who were actually doing something that I felt was purpose-driven, you know? Um, and that's, you know, and that's why I'm still doing this two, two years later, you know, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm still employed, you know, not by this, of course, but, but I met you this way. And this is what matters. Um, these connections. It, it is. And people, it's very important that you know that John and I do actually see each other in real life. <laughs> we do. You just happen to live on the other side of town, as do I. I. Do. <laughs> Opposite of you, but we, we, do, we, we do meet halfway every once in a while. Well, brother, hey, let's do this again. I want to have you on multiple times and, and have conversations like this. And uh, this is what this is all about. I want to inspire people. I hope this inspires people just to, you know, think about, you know, think about something different and uh, look up Rex, find him on uh, Rex Roy, find him on LinkedIn, check out his post um, from the other day. And uh, maybe I'll, 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 I'll find a way to link it in, in the oh, uh, comment yeah. section so people can yeah. ch- check it out if they haven't seen it yet. And uh, maybe they'll give you some comments and check out my career snapshot. <laughs> yes. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All right, brother. Thank you. Thank you.